Hello, hello. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Uh, sorry, I just, I'm getting a stare down from the dog because he's desperate for me to take him to the dog park. And, um, oh, I said the word park. Fuck. Sorry, darling. Just give mama five minutes. Mama's got to work and bring out the bacon. Thank you for uh, listening. This is a real fun episode with Timothy Clark. Um, relatively, we've been around for a while, but he hasn't been on the show before, but I think he's really, really funny. And Daniel Walker, who also very, very funny, has been on the show before. These two were very fun together. Just letting you know, if we're in Perth, I will be uh, in Perth on, uh, I get there on the 1st of Feb. I open on the 3rd of February. The 3rd, oh, there I get a message. Hello. That's about Celia's birthday. Don't worry. Tell you later. Thank you. Um, so Perth. I open February 3rd. If you use the code EGGS, E-G-G-S, lowercase is fine, you will get cheap tickets. Cheap tickets if you put in EGGS. 100% of all um, sales, that's all sales from opening night goes towards Zoos Victoria, which is doing great work helping with animals that have been, uh, well, everyone has been devastated by bushfires. Um, and there's lots of places to give you money to. Zoos Victoria has really been nailing it in terms of helping out um, all the volunteers and all the people that are just saving animals' lives. They're the best. Check them out on Facebook. So that's 100%. And then I've got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So any show, use the code word eggs on checkout. You'll get really cheap tickets to come see me, Good Egg, in Perth this week. Would love to goddamn see you. Uh, Melbourne, you also get a cheap uh, ticket code. Put in eggs and you also get cheap tickets. I'm pretty sure it's a $10 ticket. Normally it's $27. Um, so I'm losing money because <laughs> I've got to pay for the venue, the Red Joe, but that's okay. I would rather you be there than not. Uh, Melbourne, put in eggs and I open in March um, and there's only 10 shows in Melbourne at 7.15 at the Chinese Theatre please eggs come see me that'll be awesome bring your friends um tell your friends do yourself a favor all that stuff enjoy this episode with danielle and tim bye welcome to dating badly the podcast about dating badly double h badly with your host me kelly stuka Hello, Danielle here. Hello. I like Jimmy Chock Chip's little, like, thief eye goggles. His little, like, hamburglar. Oh, yeah, because one Glasses. eye is, like... Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, people keep on the calling it... Of the opera <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, a lot of people talk about how he um, he's Bandicoot, but I don't know. Bandicoot. What's Bandicoot? Oh, is that... Is Bandicoot the name of like one of the dogs from Bluey or something? I don't know. I think he looks. He does look like um. He does have the same eye eye markings as I think one of the dogs from Bluey. But he nearly. So he just jumped on the coffee table where there's coffee and water, and nearly just made a real fucking mess. Oh, I was mm. terrified of him knocking it over and being like, "Not the podcast gear." But yeah. But if you like Tim, because he loves men, like yeah. you settle down. If you sit back, he'll probably just sit on your lap. Yeah. Oh, is look no. Oh, oh no. Nah. Okay, maybe no, not. No. <laughs> I did feel uncomfortable doing that. Yeah, that was very uh, alpha of you. Yeah. Do you like your I mug? I don't like it. Do you like your mug? Yeah. You could have done and also it. great coffee. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's wog coffee. So mm. we have a Cafeteria? Um, I don't know. I don't know, how, I don't know how to pronounce it, actually. <laughs> it's a very 
very traditional household where the the man <laughs> is the boss and the dog's favorite person. <laughs> the boy could get used to this. <laughs> Kelly's sitting on the floor. I know, but because I, I just it's comfortable for me. But um, yeah, we're we're uh, an adult house where we have uh, Italian coffee mm. and um and uh, Millhouse mugs. Ooh. Um, but uh, yeah, well, welcome to the house, guys. Um, how exciting. Um, I'm pleased that you're here. This coffee's going to be real hot. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, no, thanks, thanks for, for coming over. I appreciate you coming to Q. I'm taking a guess and saying that this is going to be part of the published podcast. Yes. Kelly absolutely. has got, <laughs> Yes, I would say, what, three mugs worth of coffee? Oh, <laughs> yes. Worth? I would That's say... a huge mug. I would say that is a litre of coffee. Is it? I don't think, I think it's enough. I thought I was listening to Dating Badly, not the mug off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we started out very poorly and I, I mean... expect to get better from here. <laughs> Um, you're here for the puns, mate. You're here for the, the memes, the puns. Exactly. The I'm a virgin, but I've got some good wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. But don't you like, I? it's Sunday. I'm back in dousing coffee on Sundays. Oh, love Are a Sunday nice? coffee. Yeah. That is, uh, yes, I've yes. had two coffees already. Have um, you? Yeah, because... Uh, How are you so calm? Well, I'm not exactly, but no, I'm okay. I think jo- my partner wanted to go out for a coffee. He always wants to go out for a coffee on the weekend, and okay. yesterday was... Busy and today was also busy, but he said he wanted to, he would like to go. And he was like, Do you have time? And I woke up at nine and I knew I had to leave by like 10 20. And I was like, And I needed to wash my hair as well. And I was like, Oh, I don't have time, mate. Not when I have to wash my hair. Well, I said yes, but I quickly okay. washed my hair and then went to the cafe with extremely, it was just dripping and I felt horrible. But um, at least I gave him what he wanted, which was some quality time. But does he work from home now? Uh, he will in Feb. Oh, okay. By the Great. end of Feb, he's leaving his current job and starting a new what, one. What's so. he doing? Um, he'll be working for like an artist management company oh, okay. for comedy. Yeah. People that work from home are always so gung ho to go out though, because oh. they're like, "Let's go get a coffee." Let's, let's go. I'm like, "No." I'm like, "I've been out all day. I want to like make my own breakfast. Like, I'm good. I don't have to wait for someone. I don't want to spend forty bucks. I'm good." Yeah. But they fucking like Seals is like that because she'll work from home and she's like. Let's, oh my God, we'll go to a market. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I don't want it. Okay, Jimmy, come on, buddy. Just, you don't have to acknowledge the dog. He's a, he bogarts every episode. All right. But he's a wolf. Someone, a friend of mine. Uh, I guess he's just taking a shine to me. Dude, well, he loves a man. men. He loves men. It makes me, he really is into alpha. Like, and I'm his mum. Like, I'm the mum of our um, yeah. best thing. Because Seals goes away a lot. This is the best thing that happened to my male ego yeah. in years. <laughs> So she, she's the dad. Like, she's reading the newspaper and he does something and she, like, folds it down and goes, Oi, get out of it. Like, she's the real, <laughs> like, silent dad. But, like, yeah. you know, disciplines, but dad disciplines. Like, get off the couch. But I'm like, come on, baby. Come on. Come on. The couch, I'm going down to the shops. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, I'll turn this dinner around. <laughs> well, uh, so Danielle Walker, return guest. Thanks for coming back. I appreciate it. No worries. What's happened? Uh, oh, and also new virgin uh, guest to the show, to the old worst first dates, but also the newly dating badly. I called it dating badly because it's going to date badly. Everything on this show will date I think very, it's a great very badly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like some people probably thought that it's just like, what a shit name because it's like, I'm dating badly, guys. Doy. But I'm like, no, it is because everything will date badly. Because it does. Because everyone's, yeah. you know, if you if we revisit most guests from a year ago, mm. things have changed. Like Sonia was on last week and she's like in a relationship. She's happy. Yeah. Things are going really well. But the last time she was there, she's like, I'm thinking I'm going to be with women. Like I'm doing it. Like, she was just... <laughs> last time she was on, I reckon Kevin Spacey is the greatest actor of our generation. <laughs> that man can do no wrong. He's the Louis C.K. of acting. <laughs> 
Oh my god! So you know what? How good? Oh, that, that's Tim Clark, everyone. Oh Tim, hey, that's me, like, Tim Clark. Do you prefer Timothy or Tim? I um, in like advertising like gigs and stuff, Timothy, just because there's a lot of other Tim Clarks in comedy. Oh, is it? Who I sometimes get tweeted at. Who's thinking, that? Oh, there's like a an old um, British guy. Called oh. Tim Clark from the, like, the oh. 80s and 90s. Tim and I did a gig together in Sydney a little while ago at this oh. gig called Papagetti's. And, um, Papagetti's, no. oh, fuck. They, they draw Craig like gig. every month, they draw the comics who are on the lineup, they draw their faces. And t- Tim was on the lineup and they wrote no. Timothy Clark and just had the picture of the old British comic. They had a caricature of an <laughs> old British bull guy. Which I didn't think was the funniest thing that's ever happened in the world. <laughs> oh, can you send me that? I will send it to you. Because <laughs> I will put it up on the thing. As uh, soon as we mentioned Tim Clark from the UK, I had a feeling that story was going to pop up again. Oh, my God. That is amazing. Because, uh, yeah, so on the socials. and um, So we have a secret group called Worst First Dates After Dark. We're all the people that are really kind of into it. So it's about 500 members, and that's where we talk about all the really, you know, if you want to talk about something sexual or whatever and you don't want your family to see it on Facebook, and it's yeah. a really nice kind of group. Um, so we can uh, – but otherwise I'll put up on the normal stuff. Um, how has your life changed since you've been here a year ago? Um, so still with the boy? Still same boy. Um, we just moved into a house together. So on your I own. Guess, yep, oh, my God, you're own. doing it. It's so great. It was. It's great. It's bigger. It's got so much space for my plants. Yes, um, but it's far away. Yeah, well, I don't know, because it's easier for us to get places. Yeah, right. Because we live like 100 metres from the train station. But also, um, we're like 20 metres from a Coles, 20 metres from an IGA, dude, 20 d- metres from like... Game changer. Coffee shop. It's like yeah. so close, and I have a car, so it's easy. I mean, I haven't felt safe going to gigs and stuff at night time, sometimes getting home anyway. Mm. So I really wanted a car. So I have a car. Great. Easier to get to and from. Great. Jono, my partner, he... It's easier for him to get to work now while he's currently at his job. Yeah. Because he doesn't have to catch two trains. We're on the same Dude, I feel but like I love Brunswick, but Brunswick, because that's where you were last time. Yeah. Um, it was, it's, I got to cross, you got to cross town and it's always a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. Like for me to get to Brunswick is always maybe 22 minutes, maybe 45. Yeah. Depending on Alexander Parade, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like if you're in, like we're in Kew and then it goes Northcote, Thornbury Reservoir. Yeah. I feel like that is a really good run to be on. Yeah. It's mm. so, it's so, I really like it. Oh, so great. Far. And also, yeah. that was always my big thing. It's uh, when I lived in New York without a car, was that I have to be walking distance from a laundromat, a cafe, and yeah. a gym, and a supermarket. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'm fucked. Because I don't have a car. What am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked. Oh, that's so great. And you're thinking about getting a dog? Well, I would, I mean, probably not for a while because I think we need a place. But we have a yard at this new place, but it's at the front. And so there's not mm. like, I feel like it would be easy for a dog to get out. Yeah. You know, and it's right Or for someone to steal it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And also, I have um, like a need for, I always grew up with German shepherds. Oh my God, um, same. Yes. So oh you my understand. God. So you've got the, this love for German shepherds. Oh. Look, I know where this is going off the track of dating, but I totally get it. But look at the dog I have now because it just worked out that way. I know, but I think I've got some sort of like emotional trauma that needs addressing. Yeah, the German Shepherds. Um, so when I live with my sister, she's got this guy, yeah. the German Shepherd, and it's the best thing in the world. When you walk that, I used to go for runs with her. Yeah. Mate, people cross the road so they don't. Come the, yeah, yeah, don't come near me because I've got a German Shepherd. Yeah. Little do they know, she's the biggest fucking pussy so and she'll big. lick him to death. But she's the best. I only found this out recently. When I was younger, my parents had a chance to have a German Shepherd, like mm. get one as a, as a puppy. Yeah. And my mum didn't want to have one. 
because in her mind, because they're, they're so smart and we're like you, we live so close to a train station. It'll take over the household. Well, she was scared that it was just going to start taking the train <laughs> and we wouldn't be able to find it. Like, it would just wander on. No, mum. <laughs> with a paper ticket. It was back in the 90s. And then he would just pop on at Merlinston Station, go up the upfield line. What Jesus the fuck? Christ. Yeah. No. So, do you think, so this is Sky. Uh... And she's actually a show dog, so she's smaller than a regular German Shepherd. Oh, she's beautiful. She's sweet old lady. Yeah, yeah. She's like eight now. Yeah. When that dog, pa- yeah. When that That's dog dies, shepherd. my sister will, will a part of her might die with her that because I, that is she is she's a, a part of the house so bad. I think that's what's happened with me. My dog Sarge. I got him when, and we'd always had German Shepherds, but Sarge was like the first time that I had a dog that I was like of an age where I appreciate the love, did all the training yeah. and everything yeah, like right. that. So him the year I started high school and I like he was I just spent all day every day with uh. him and would like even when I got a job like I'd walk him in the morning and walk him at night mm. and spend all night with him like outside. I also yeah I had friends and stuff too but like yeah, but you know. I spent a lot of time with that dog and like we had like a very close connection. Mm. And then he died maybe like 3 years ago and I mm. reckon I cry once a week still. Oh, mate. <laughs> I I I say me and Celia say to this dog here like nearly every day, you can't die. <laughs> no. I'm not lucky. Panicio, Panicio, you can't die. Like every time we leave the house, you'll be good, Panicio, and don't you die, because you'll be like one of these days. <laughs> because he's such a fuckhead. Like he has swallowed everything. Like he's rap sheet. That's what it is he's at pride. the vet. Yeah, <laughs> at the vet, it's a rap sheet. It's not even a fucking. You know, ailments. It is like, what is he eating? Chocolate, condoms, plastic, pads, everything. Like, I've pulled out you stuff don't want out him of his. To get toxic shocks, in <laughs> but like we, like everything, we have been. I can feed him more. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a fucking idiot. So everything's in the bin, but he's figured out a way to like step on the bin and like the oh. the foot and oh. like go and get a oh. bit of the bin liner, like the the garbage bag, and pull it out. So when we're out, that's why I got the camera. Because I can talk to him through the dog camera and go, oi, get out of it. Oh, that's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. I didn't know you could talk through it. Yeah. That would be so good. You can but see why my mum had justifiable fears about dogs taking trains <laughs> yeah. if they figured out a way to eat condoms but out he's of the just, bin. He just, he's a real fucking, yeah, like really. So everything, like we had fried fried chicken here last night. The bones have to go to the outside yeah. bin immediately. Like he is, he's eaten a whole chicken bone thing. Like, and we oh, just had God. to wait. Yeah, yeah, it was like. A few days of just like, you know, with the vet and he just pooped them all out. But one of them could have ruptured his fucking insides and he yeah. would be dead. So when I first got him one day, this is when I knew that he was a fuckhead. When I first got him in the dark, walking him at night before we before bed and he was like in the bushes, like, you know, doing a wee. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then he just comes out of the bushes with a dead rat in his mouth. Oh. And I'm just like, you fucking idiot. And then when I took him home, was just like washing his mouth. Because I'm like, he just he just didn't understand why mum was washing his meal. <laughs> like, he's Did just I like, a bad word? Yeah. Um, it's just like, what the fuck, mum? In Queensland, we have a bad problem with cane toads. Um, and yeah. Man, he would fuck. He would. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. They like excrete venom and stuff, poison. And um, they kill dogs. The, the yes, dogs die Fuck. from them, and like Fuck. So the dogs, dog will grab it, like thinking it's a toy. Yeah, well, it'll grab it thinking it's a live animal. Oh and my god! Kill it naturally, and the no. it, dogs can die. But we had 
um, like a water feature my mum put in the backyard, which was like, I don't know, like a pot <laughs> on top of a, a thing and it pumped water out of it. This is in Townsville, and, yeah. Yeah, in yeah. Townsville. And a cane toad got in it once and our dogs only used to drink out of the water feature because they liked the moving water, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like mum was like, fuck, we need to empty this because the dog's going to drink it and it's going to be no good. So they started emptying it and I walked outside and my mum and dad were emptying it by using pieces of poly pipe and siphoning the water out with their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember walking outside going like, why don't you use the water pump to pump the water out of the... F-? And mum and dad like look at each other and then realise that they're the biggest dumb idiots in the world and they got outsmarted by a 10-year-old. What? I don't understand. They were like getting... The, they were getting the water in their own mouths. <laughs> okay. I was like, what are you doing? Okay. <laughs> You we can't let the dogs have it all. <laughs> they need some. They, they didn't have a bucket. They were outside for like hours. There was it was a massive water feature. At least you know how your parents know how to siphon gas, yeah. like <laughs> petrol. Like that's like fucking Muscle hell. Muscle memory kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking Townsville spirit. <laughs> Fucking hell. Every story about Queensland makes it sound like it's the most crazy place on earth. I know, I know. We went up to Townsville for Christmas. It was Jono's first time ever. Oh, great. Bringing an outsider to really see it all. He'd never been with, like, he met my family but not my, like, nana and granddad. And they live on a property. And from one to ten, racism? Oh, they're actually all right. Okay. They're all right. They, like, over the years have gotten better. Have gotten better. Yeah, good. Especially, I think they sort of, like, adopted, <laughs> like, a, um, like, a... We'll never win. Uh, like, a <laughs> kid from Papua New Guinea when... Oh, really? Like, he was... Aww. They didn't, like, adopt him, but he was always over the house. And, oh, like, that's they sweet. considered him, like, a son. So, I think that, like... That it's weird. Him, yeah. One One slightly brown person can make them okay <laughs> with a whole heap of slightly brown people. Isn't that amazing? That, <laughs> I think that was a plot of Green Book. <laughs> <laughs> the brighter side? No. Uh, um, uh, the What is uh, – there's always like one uh, – like all you need is one brown person to come into the friendship group to really help with your prejudice stuff. You heard oh, yeah. it here so, first. Kelly Pacheco like, says only one brown person. No, but like – no more. <laughs> that's all. We don't need more. That's fine. But like that's – whenever I hear people talking about – you know, race and stuff. I'm like, how many brown friends do you have? How many Asian friends? Uh, oh, none? Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. You don't know what you're doing. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, Jono came to um, yeah, Queensland. Yeah, he, he came to, to – oh, and I took him out to Nana and Granddad's and um, we were out at, like, the cow paddock and um, – <laughs> The fact that you have to separate what paddocks go where <laughs> makes me feel really out of my depth in this story. <laughs> Yeah. Um, not the sheep one, not the <laughs> fucking cane toad one, but and there's like a, a maybe like a two meter high pile of pumpkins that's like spread out there. Okay, it's a tip truck pile of pumpkins from a tip truck. And so what? They're pumpkins to be eaten or taken or taken. They're to the for tip? the cows because they're in a oh. drought. Oh, okay. Um, so there's not really any grass, and John is like. Why you got all these pumpkins? Oh, yeah. And Granddad's like, "Oh, we got a pile of pineapples down the back too through the trees. Um, we just got the pumpkins fenced off because the cows don't like eating the pineapples, and we're trying to get them to eat the pineapples first. And then I was like, "How do you get this many of something?" And then, like, Jono didn't understand the trade economy up there, I guess. Because <laughs> um, Granddad was just, like, "Oh, I went and shot a few feral pigs for the farmers, so they gave us 
Like pro- tons and tons and tons of pineapples. The and trade pumpkins. economy up yeah. there in Townsville. <laughs> Jono, a fucking, you know, Brunswick, like hipster <laughs> Melbourne doofus. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, we just don't. That's great. Pe- I'm going to side with John on this one. I didn't understand it until you mentioned the trade part. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he had just purchased them. Just like, you're in a drought. Yeah. Save your money. Oh, well, makes no, sense. Man. Well, then you got to feed cats. the cows. What did you expect the cows to do? Well, yeah, that's what I think. I, I thought he had the just cows die. Save yourself. <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> Shooting feral pigs, though. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah. it was a trade thing. I thought he just purchased yeah. tons of pumpkins. I thought there would have been you know, cheaper things to buy. Well, see, I didn't, like, I was a bit confused because I wanted to know then how many pumpkins are the feral pigs ruining if you kill some feral pigs yeah. and then you still get, like, tons of pumpkins. Yeah. But also, like, we still eat the pumpkins, too. Like, Granddad just goes through and picks out which ones he thinks are the best. And oh, then, yeah, right. And he'll eat pumpkins for ages as yeah. well. You know? Oh, but, this is a human pumpkin. We yeah. Can't, <laughs> we can't let the bovine have this. <laughs> it's too good. Um, feral pigs up up there. So oh, they must so be many. real bad. Yeah. And they're vicious. Like, they're... Yeah, not, they're not nice. No, they're not nice at all. Yeah, they're I very just, aggressive. Yeah, I just think of what's that movie about the feral pig? Razorback. Uh, is it Razorback? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, oh, I, that's all. Because I grew up. My so my dad's a butcher. Yeah. And, uh, we grew up with guns in the house. Yeah. Um, and he used to go pig shooting all the time. Yeah. So I imagine that's similar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They go big pig shooting. My granddad actually, he was caretaker at the army camp in Tully for a number of years, mm. and he invented a special type of pig trap that only traps the pigs and <laughs> doesn't trap cassowaries. Oh mate, so he's a Killing genius. It. <laughs> <laughs> cassowaries have done no harm to humans in history. <laughs> Can't kill them. What's a cassowary? A cassowary is like a native bird. They're oh, humongous okay. and very vicious, but oh, okay, um, they're really good for the environment. They're yeah, like, great. Disperse seeds and stuff for oh, the undergrowth. Um, Great. Yeah, and the native oh my good, God. You, Tim is... Clark, wanting to kill off anything you're scared of. Yep. Typical. <laughs> Typical fucking Melbourneite. <laughs> yeah. That's the male ego kicking back in. Hey? Jimmo, Jimmy's encourage <laughs> this. These birds are going to kill my latte. Yeah. Fuck you. How do I kill my relationship with my dad? Something that really <laughs> scares me. So, Tim, you're in a relationship. Yes. Is your Are you dating... A comedian's sister? No. No. Or friend of or something. Friend of, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'm dating a lifetime friend of Sonia, who was on last week's episode. Sonia, right. Yeah. Uh, I've met your girlfriend. She's yeah. a, an itai, is she not? Yes, she is. Because I think we bonded over <laughs> the Italian. The word that you can say, and I can't. <laughs> <laughs> What's an itai? Italian. Oh, okay. Like a wog or whatever. Okay. Uh, I feel like back in the day, people used to go, he's an itai, and I'm taking it back. Um, <laughs> but I, I feel like we, we, we bonded over... Um, Maybe bolognese or veggie gardens or something. Okay, this does sound <laughs> more and more racist. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but look, we I have bonded over bolognese <laughs> or talking with our hands or you know whatever <laughs> whatever us do. <laughs> look, I got a veggie patch in there. I have a meal prep, a bolognese meal prep in my freezer that's taken up the whole freezer. So oh, your wow. bolognese, like, because I fucking kill it with the bolognese, and it's a, a vegan bolognese. Oh, cool. So I use a uh, meatless substitute, and it's delicious. Cool. I've just started making. Um, uh, cauliflower bolognese. Game what? changer. Love it. So you use the cauliflower instead of mince? Yeah. Are you That's kidding cool. me? Oh, man. It's so good. Oh, the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. You just use a... You can chop it up, or, but I use like a, a blender. Um, just Blend the cauliflower. Blender, just cook it exactly the same as you would with Exactly mince. the same. So brown it. So Because I brown... So onion, brown, and then I brown the meat, and then yep. I put all the tomato shit in yep. together, and then I let it sit for like an hour. But you... Instead of the meat... 
cauliflower, let it brown, do everything. But exactly doesn't the same. doesn't it over? Doesn't it get too soggy or? Uh, I wouldn't brown it as long as the mince. But would you still leave it? Because I use those big, you know, those big French pots. The big, you know, yeah, like cast iron. Yeah, cast oh, iron. Well, not cast iron, but like the yeah, yeah the like crock pot. Yeah, so yeah. I use a massive pot, and I I probably get like ten plates out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it sits there. Yeah, man. Fuck. If I'm gonna put a much effort into cooking, it's gonna feed me for two weeks. But does it not get soggy if it's cooking? Because I have to cook it that long to make sure the tomatoes and everything gets intertwined. It doesn't no, make it fucked. Haven't haven't found it from mine. I don't think I cook it as. I don't, I don't think you cook, cook as big, in yeah. big as batches. As I am good. so gonna fucking try that. Yeah, try it. Absolutely. I mean, holy fuck! Have a look at some recipes online. What? See if there's anything. What are your farts like? Uh, you know, horrible and <laughs> you know, <laughs> leak out a little bit, and I haven't taken a solid shit for two years. Yeah, are they, yeah. are <laughs> they, they gonna? Are they bad? You know, it's pretty good. <laughs> well, look, we're saving animals, but I'm gonna suffocate them with my farts because <laughs> they're that fucking vicious. Holy shit, that's amazing. Yeah. So, okay, so so when did you meet her? Um, coming up on four years now. Four years? Yeah. God damn. When's your four year anniversary? In June? Ah. Yeah. I can always trace it back because we, uh, well, because I had met her a couple of times, you know, through Sonia at gigs beforehand. Yeah. And she'd seen a show or two of mine and Mm. yeah, uh, we first kind of like hooked up at a concert for Oliver Clark. Ah, (laughs) okay. That's a very neutral place to be. Yeah. Like Ollie Clark. Um, what happened? Did you go up to her and be like, how about it? Or how did it work? Uh, we were talking in front of the, we went to the concert with some mates and mm. we went to a second location afterwards. Mate, I have said it before. I'll say it again. The second location oh, is changer. just the game changer. That's when everything starts <laughs> happening. Yeah. You know, it can go either way. Normally a second location for a woman means she's about to get murdered. But second location on a date very fucking good. Mm. Because now we're all relaxed. I know. It's got a bit tense when we mentioned the murder. Yeah. But then, when, you know, once we got out of the murder. I watched too oh, much fine. Oprah. Because <laughs> that's Oprah's big thing. She's like, if anyone tries to abduct you, don't let them take you to the second location because that's when they're going to kill you. Because they take you out of, like, the light, people, sounds, whatever. Yeah. So you fight to the death to get out of the second location. Yeah. But in a date scenario, yeah. it's Glad a class. Me meeting my girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> Really yes. sparked that idea in your it mind. It did. Well, I always talk about it because I know that some people mm. haven't heard me talk about that before. But that's my biggest uh, advice for women when it comes to like you know mm. bullshit. So uh, we met, and then we went to the second location. I had my tarp down. <laughs> um, you dexed it up. Windows cardboard oh, up. No. <laughs> so where was it? Where were you? City, Melbourne. Uh, I was in Howler. Okay. In Brunswick. That's the first place. First neck of the woods. Great. Then we just went to a bar nearby. Right. And uh, she was there too, and you were like, hey. "Yeah, yeah." It was like me, Sonia, former guest of the show, uh, her, my girlfriend, and just a bunch of other friends of ours. And then we went to uh, the Brunny Green just for a beer afterwards. Mm-hmm. I think we were walking down a hallway. I bumped <gasps> into her. Oh, we were right. in front of the toilets, yes. talking about the gig. Yeah, both leaned in. Went <gasps> that smooch. Did you? Who leaned in first? I think she says she says that it was me. Uh, but I don't remember that way. Okay. <laughs> Julia is, I feel like she could have leaned in. She is a forceful woman. Yeah. She's a forceful, horny woman. She's <laughs> she, Julia once told me that she's... <laughs> and I know she'll be listening to this. Honey, right. note that I didn't bring your name up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Julia has mentioned multiple times about how hot this homeless guy who lives below her building is. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. She wants to fuck this harmless dude. So bad. So bad. I could have dated him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Possibly. Also, he took a big shit outside the apartment one oh, day. God. Oh, my like, God. But it was so hot. She talked about his like beautiful eyes in a way oh. that you're like... All right, <laughs> Julia. I've talked about it before. Where she I was says at... he's like yelled out aggressive things too. Yeah, we've seen him shoot up. <laughs> oh my god! So you know he's got that that rake-like body. So it's good to know that you know Tim Clark is also something she's attracted to. Yeah, fully replaceable at any point in time. Well, she's, she's got a type. <laughs> if she, yeah, a type is uh, just a guy yelling out really uh, shitty things. Yeah. <laughs> and wasn't willing be... to shit in public. Yeah. <laughs> If it wasn't going to be a homeless guy, it's a comedian. Uh, I, uh, I I believe she would have because if she's a, an Italian chick, she's fiery and she's going to get, you know, women, they um, we know what we want, we're going to get it kind of thing. She would have made it happen. You yeah, know? I, I would say that. And also it's a cheeky doorway to the toilet where people are kind of coming in, but you want to just go... And then walk, you know, yeah. it's nice. Oh, that's good. And One then simple mistake. Oh, no. Four years of mistakes. <laughs> that's amazing. Do you live together? No, no. We live pr- uh, quite close to each other, like 10 okay. minute walk b- between each other, both in Brunswick. Mm. Um, it's great. Yeah. She's got her own place. I got mine. Is she uh, younger? No, she's five years older. Oh, sorry. I just nearly bloody uh, choked on my coffee. Yeah. She's Which five is years weird, older. I'm 11. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hang on. How old are you? I'm 28. And she's 33. Yep. How does that work out? Is that all right? Her name's yeah, Julia. Fine. She's Christ. 33 and she's Italian. And she's obsessed with a homeless man. Yeah. Uh, this is going to make it very easy to find. No, 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 no. She'll be fine. She's, she's you can lovely. find her through Sonia's Instagram yeah. Facebook. <laughs> Actually, damn it, you can. <laughs> no. Oh, we don't have stalkers here. It's fine. Okay, that's good. Um, the only time we had a stalker was when I got broken up with and then people found out who he was. Mm. On social media, and they were like, "Tell us the, tell us when." And the is this when broke up with you in, in the, the car? car yeah, outside, oh, in the I driveway. Find him oh. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, people were like, "We found him." They just they found him on my Facebook. They're like, "Just say the word, mate. Let the digital army fucking get him." You I'm should like, have nah. said the word. Let's take him to a second location. <laughs> Make out with him in front of a toilet. Fuck Guys, up. that's not what I meant. <laughs> I think that's the name of the show. Second location. Um, so she's a bit older. Is it pressure? Um, pressure for to like marriage or kids yeah, or anything like yeah. that? Um, not really, no. I don't. I think we've talked about it. Like We don't want to get mm. married or have kids at this you point. You don't? No. Okay. I, I, I don't really want to. Eva, you realise I'm not cutting anything out. Okay. Okay, great. All right. And <laughs> so, Julia? God, I want a kid so bad. <laughs> but this bitch doesn't want him. No. <laughs> but, but you guys aren't, but she's not pressured. She hasn't, she's not particularly like, I'm dying to have kids. Like, no, she's like li- mean, living her life and loving it. She's like, she's had friends tell her, I lived my life steadfast, not wanting to have kids. And then overnight, it just switched. Yeah. So, I, you know, we, we both know that that is a possibility. Like, she might just change her mind. And then you might change your mind too. Exactly. At this point, I don't think I'm going to have kids. I don't really want... I don't really know. No. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But I think that's just a generational thing. I think younger... You're still in your 20s though. Yeah. It's very different. And also, I think when you become more stable within like a career and financial way, Mm. that stuff becomes a lot clearer. Yeah, I can I can see her getting a lot more because she's got a, a pretty good job, two mortgages. You know, she's doing all right for herself. Yeah, and she's got a big family. Big family. Uh, yeah. Her, all her cousins and 
siblings are all having kids at this point, so, so I feel not like, far off. Yeah, but also I feel... <laughs> How are you feeling? Are you stressy at all now? You've realised... Tim, why are you sweating so much? Jesus I'm trying Christ. to get Jimmy to bite my ball so I can become <laughs> sterile very quickly. Fuck. No, well, I think... Uh, I feel like with that situation, it's very... Like, a lot of people around her with family and that might be enough. Like, I know that with uh, my roommate... Uh, she's probably, you know, not really into it, mm. um, but has uh, family with young kids and it's really lovely and that's enough, you know? Yeah. Like and in her immediate siblings, mm, they, mm. they have three kids, mm. either born or um, due in the next couple of months. So that'll, that'll tide over the family. Yeah. I feel like... <laughs> yeah, that'll tide, that'll tide yeah. them over. <laughs> <laughs> and then until, you know... But I feel like it's... Because um, I feel like... I came from a place where it was like you have to have to have to and now i'm meeting more and more people who are like nah just i love like i've got a friend of mine who you know come from werribee as well who's like i her and her husband he had a he has a step uh daughter from a previous marriage anyway so and who's like 18 and she's just like i've never wanted to really have kids she loves traveling they travel all the time they have dogs like they have a really good life yeah and she's like if it happens it happens if it doesn't doesn't because i can't see myself getting disappointed about it Mm. You know? And I think just the cost of raising another person has gone up so much. Mm. Cost of housing, climate change. If your financial situation changes, it might be a feasible thing for you. Hey, look, if I... If she gets her wish and I become a homeless man shitting on her doorstep, <laughs> who knows? Maybe it'll change. It's like, I want that heroin chic body inside me right now. Yeah, I'm not putting pressure on you. I'm just, it's just a, it's an interesting thing to think about because I'm in the position where I've always wanted to do it and I treat him, the dog, like a child. So I, it, I don't know. I feel like if I didn't do it, I would, I feel like I would be very, very, um, upset if I'd never had a kid like I'd right, be like I, I can't believe it. I missed it and why didn't I do it because there's so many elements of that that I feel like I would love to do however if I got a shit one ugh, that would be the yeah. worst That's imagine if I fucking had one kid and it came out and it was a fucking asshole yeah like a real shit dick from the mm. beginning like yeah. from the beginning a baby that just cried and shit everywhere but then was like a toddler like, you know sometimes you meet toddlers I'll give you an example. Uh, I take Jimmy to the dog park. He is being such a fucking little baby with you two right now. He is like, he's like laying on them. Yeah, (laughs) he's being a little baby. Look at that's see. This is the Jimmy that I can't leave the house because he's just like I just want a little pat on my belly. Um, So I went to the dog park with him, and there was a new couple there. Like I've never seen them before because obviously they got a new dog. Yeah. And they had a little kid who was like five. And the kid's name was like Fletcher or something. Mm. Just something total, cool. Mm, something asshole. real, real nah, fun. Nah, just an asshole kid. Um, but like a little kid like, mama and dada, blah, 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 And I had this beautiful little black puppy. Like, and I started talking to them. I'm like, brand new. And they're like, yeah, he got a puppy for Christmas. I'm like, that's so cute. Like, and the puppy was like, beautiful, coming up to me. This kid was grabbing the puppy by its neck. Oh. And just being so fucking rough with it. And the parents were like, Fletcher. He doesn't like it. you got to put him down. Aww. He doesn't like it. And I wanted to just yell at these parents and be like, your fucking way of disciplining your shit son is not working. Yeah. He's going to torture this dog. And this dog kept on running to me and running into my lap and like getting cuddles to the point where they had to like come and take the dog off my lap because it didn't want to come <laughs> back with him. Because <laughs> it didn't want to come back with him because 
the, the, this kid just like because he was just five and just didn't understand how rough he was yeah. but they weren't making a big deal of it like they were being too like this is how we discipline in our house like, you gotta you gotta maybe raise your voice motherfucker and just be like if you do that again to the dog we're taking it back or something even though you won't but yeah. like you know what i mean it was just really shit so i don't want a kid like that yeah. speaking of things dating badly how fuck in 20 years time if there's a serial killer named fletcher oh, yeah. we, we've got the origin story right here <laughs> mate that's how serial killers start they start yeah. killing the animals and then they start with the humans line fires Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Look at mate. If I this fucking dog is getting pats off both of you. <laughs> I know this is an audio a medium, but fuck, man, this is so funny. You this podcast is mostly dog based at this yeah. point. <laughs> but sometimes, like, I've been to the dog park and people come up to me and they're like, "Is that Jimmy Chocolate Chip?" I'm like, "Yes," because <laughs> they've like seen him on like you know. Well, because I'm the third most famous person in the house because he's been on <laughs> he's been on Utopia and Have You Been Paying Attention. <laughs> <laughs> He's got better credit than anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your management? Are they, and are now they that now that Seals is doing Dancing with the Stars, I was like, you got to do a fucking Wizard of Oz type dance where he's oh. Toto. Yes, you would be perfect for that. Yeah. There's a lot of training involved for him in that. Oh, mate, he would just <laughs> yeah. be so shit. So that's good. It seems like you're really happy. Yeah, she seems like a really cool chick. It's great. She's, yeah, great. Separate like, lives, but also, you know, together in a nice way. Yeah, I, I think it's working great. I think she's less keen to, you know, live together than I am. Really? Well, she's lived with partners before and it hasn't worked uh, out. Oh, yeah, right. And, you know, I'm... I'm Relatively um, inexperienced, yeah. You know, compared to her, yeah. That's okay. my way of calling her. <laughs> but she must have a good living situation. She's got a great living situation. The best mate. Great house. No, on her own. Ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We both live on our own. You live on your own too. Yeah, yeah. How do you afford that? Um, it's not too extravagant. I mean, it's a small place. It's nothing too fancy, but no, uh, I don't need much. What's your day job? Uh, I work for the government. Oh yeah, that's a good money there. Fucking hell, on your own. I couldn't live on my own because I get too lonely. Oh, it's a... I can't go back. Yeah, if I wasn't with my partner, I would... I don't think... I, I don't know if I could. Because it's different. Because when you get, like, share houses... I'll never live in a share house again. I will never live with, like, a like a stranger, common area bullshit. I would live on my own, definitely. But living with seals, I don't know, we just... Because we're not... It's not a share house here. Like, yeah. where she's away a lot, then I go away. A boyfriend comes and stays with us. But we're adults. Like, we're very, um, you know, like, we have a cleaner. Like, I do the garden. It's, you know, we have body corporate fees. It's yeah, you've very, got a little family. Yeah, this is our, because also... It seems like you're, like, halfway to the Golden Girls house. This is, uh, honest to God... Which is everyone's fantasy. When it's exactly <laughs> what's happening, because I don't know what's going to happen with me and relationships, and he lives in another state, and he won't be able to move here for a few years, so... Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to live on my own. She's like, I don't want to come home and not have anyone to talk to. Yeah. Because that's the biggest thing now. It's either like I'll go out for gigs and then she, she's here on the couch. She's like, who'd you see? What'd you see? How was the gig? What happened? Tell me all the goss. Yeah. So it's a really nice debrief. And when you live on your own as a single person, you don't get that. But if you're in a couple, you get that. Yeah. Mm. So I'm like, I should not be denied that. So yeah. that's why we might as well just fucking live together. But I know lots of like single mother, like single mums in their 50s and 60s who live in share houses. You know, because they yeah. can't, because um, they never had a career because they were a mum and then they got separated and they had nothing. But also they love it because they live with their best friend. Yeah. We just make sure it's just not, like it's a bit messy at the moment, but you know, it's just a nice share house. It's a beautiful yeah. house. Yeah. Yeah. Just because, but it's, but it's not grungy. 
Like that's the thing is when people no. go, oh, you have a roommate. I'm like, no, no, no. We. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're each other's chosen yeah. partner. Yeah, okay. we're yeah. like this we house have... seems like if it was written about in like the 1850s, it would be coded <laughs> lesbian. <Yeah. laughs> like two women, best friends, yeah. live they, alone, no partners. They thought we were lesbian when we they moved had in. a dog. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they thought we were lesbians. Like we had the door fixed, and the guy who fixed the door was a guy called Joe. Joe, come from Aldona Meadows, was like a little big wog. Again, this and... is stuff me and Tim yeah. can't do. It's an accident. Just like boy, it looks fun to do. <laughs> Um, and he was like, and we were talking for ages, blah, 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 he fixed the door and then I was talking to him in the driveway and he's like, oh, so just like, if you want to ask, you know, your girlfriend, blah, blah, I was like, oh, no, 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 she's not my girlfriend, we're just like roommates. He went, oh, so sorry, they told me that was your girlfriend, just not to like step on it, like, you know, not to, not to put myself, and I was like, oh, no, 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 it's fine, like, yeah. he was being, but can you imagine like this guy in his 70s, this old Italian guy, yeah. being so open, yeah. like, just yeah. was so accepting of the fact that we were lesbians, even though we weren't, like, he was like, oh, this is great, good for you, it was very nice. That's very sweet. It's very sweet. I didn't want to step on it. I didn't yeah. want to step on it. Like I didn't want to. Mamma mia! <laughs> They're like at the dick. <laughs> oh, I can't believe Kelly said that. Just, uh, <laughs> no, just I did impression of my voice. No, I didn't. <laughs> I don't want to get cancelled in the After Dark crew. <laughs> oh man! If people went through and listened to every podcast I've done over the last ten years, I'm definitely getting cancelled. I don't know what from. Like, cancel me from what? <laughs> like, what have I got that's so great? Well, you heard uh, that, listeners. <laughs> a challenge for you. But I'm just, but also I'm like, ugh, just, you know, like, like I'm sure there's a podcast from 10 years ago where I dropped an F-bomb. You I know? don't reckon you're getting cancelled for an F-bomb. Oh, mm. you mean the different F-bomb. I thought you meant, okay. I thought you meant fuck. <laughs> no. You did not mean fuck. I, no. I was waiting for the penny to drop for you, Danielle. <laughs> oh! Yeah. yeah, you get, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Like 10 years ago, though, or it was definitely on there. Oh, I'm so glad that didn't get going on. I was going to say, I dropped the F-bomb constantly. I'm constantly saying that. She is F-bomb. from Townsville. I say it on stage. She's from Townsville. Fucking will you? But you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, I'm sure it's there. Hey, um, so every episode I love to tear apart a romantic comedy. And this week we're working on yours, Tim. Your favourite romantic comedy is? I think it's The Wedding Singer. Yeah. I was having to think about this yesterday. <laughs> there are like comedies or ro- uh, romance movies that I like better. But I think like in terms of the strict genre of rom- romantic comedy, I think mm. Wedding Singer is the best one. It's pretty, it's not tacky. Like, I, I do prefer a romantic comedy that's more tacky. Mm. Just because I like the, um, my favourite thing to do is to just tell you the plot of a film that is a romantic comedy. It is just such, it is such horrible. Like, okay, so like my best friend's wedding. You yeah. remember that? You know that, Julie? Yeah. Like, what a horrible, like, girl has a best friend. He starts to meet someone. They get married. She goes to the wedding intent to breaking down that marriage and wedding. Like, <laughs> What a horrible person and what a horrible film. Yeah. Like, all of them are just the worst. Ruining somebody's relationship. Yeah. And it's, it's all terrible. Like, there's one, like, um, The Sweetest Thing with Cameron Diaz. Mm. And um, have yeah. you ever seen that one? And um, uh, Herald with Children. Yeah, um, Christina Applegate. Christina Applegate, yeah. And Salma Blair. So, Salma Blair actually gets her mouth stuck on a dick. She locked jaws while she's giving oh. a blowjob. And then they sing some, like, dick song in a Chinese restaurant. And it's all these, like... 
um, very offensive Chinese stereotyped restaurant people singing in the back and then the whole idea is I that... I think that was just written by a Chinese person <laughs> as me and Tim would find whatever you wrote about an Italian restaurant extremely offensive. Dude, it's so bad. It's so bad. And the whole film is about how... Oh, they can say it. <laughs> but it was very like that whole, that horrible like Ching Chong China man kind of thing. Like it was just yeah. so bad. And then the whole idea is that Cameron Diaz is like, I never want to be tied down to a man Bullshit. Like, it's just terribleness. So this is actually a nice one because the plot of this one is that guy gets dumped at the altar, mm. then meets another woman, uh, falls in love with her, but it's really her that, – that's his client because he's a wedding singer and he's singing at her wedding. Yeah, Simple. And she's in a Simple. relationship as well and he's yeah. a abusive and he's a du- dick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but also that is the simplest plot I've ever heard when it comes to reality uh, – sorry, uh, romantic comedies – what a simple plot. Sounds like a boring film, right? No, but, it's but it's not because set it in the 80s. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> set it in the 80s and it's a fucking firecracker. It's just a double-barreled shotgun of nostalgia because you got the oh, 80s fuck. setting, but you also got... It was made in 98, so you're looking at young Drew Barrymore, young Adam Sandler. 98. <laughs> 98. So that is 22 years old, mm. that film. Mm. What the fuck? I remember seeing it in the movies. Do you know what I love about that? Adam Sandler <laughs> and Drew Barrymore still have an apparently yeah. great friends. Oh, that's well, they yeah, keep doing movies together. Yeah, because they did that Fifty First States where yeah. she was an amnesia. <laughs> a problematic one. Uh, yes. I <laughs> yes, I do love Adam Sandler because I think he's a really good actor. When you see him in serious roles like Funny People, do you ever watch that? Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, he he was excellent. Like it was he was yeah. excellent in that. He's a really good serious actor, and he keeps on getting. Um, overlooked and yeah. I loved that thing he said this year during the, the um, awards season where he's like if I don't get nominated for an Oscar I'm going to make the worst film you could <laughs> ever imagine on purpose <laughs> like just a terrible and he didn't so he's like fuck you all you asked for yeah. it Grown you up three yeah Come yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't yell at me and be like oh you make bad films you are like what the fuck do you want from me but also uh, I can't remember who's telling me this but they were saying that with Netflix uh, Adam Sandler stuff on Netflix um, streams the highest among anything else. He's killing it. He killed like that. He he put out that terrible, like I don't know. It was like a cowboy film, a Netflix f- paid film, yeah. and it was like one of the biggest things Netflix had. The ridiculous people, six. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, watched yeah. it out of curiosity. It was shit. Was it terrible? <laughs> but you know, I, I, how racist was it? One to ten. Oh, uh, pretty racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taylor Lautner played a Native American. Okay, right. And yeah. also, and as soon as Rob Schneider touches anything, mm. it's the worst. Yeah. Like he always, he always, you know, does an Asian thing or 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 a Native American thing or whatever. And it's just terrible. But kills it. People love him. I don't know what it is about Adam Sandler where his just natural charm is letting him coast by because he. He's killing it in serious roles now. Like, he was close to an Oscar nomination. Yeah. Uh, I think my, my favorite thing he did, he did, he was at somewhere recently, New York Critics Association, where mm-hmm. Kathy Bates won an award. And he oh, was in yeah. the crowd and he started yelling out in the voice from the water boy. <laughs> and then the two of them started yelling back, just like, I love you, mama. I love you, Bobby. <laughs> He's just a charming dude. That's I, sweet. Yeah. That's sweet, though. And what was the voice from the Water Boy? Um, I don't want to, like it, you, Kelly. I don't want to say something on a podcast to get me. No, cancelled. no, no. <laughs> cancelled from what? Come on, man. We're safe. Uh, no, it's 
Uh, was it like a little neg for Tim? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't cancel what is unknown. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Um, what was it? Was it like a? It was like a. Cajun? I mean, was he dancing? It's Cajun, right? Was it Down syndrome? Is that what the whole thing with that movie was? <laughs> no, Either I'm, Cajun but, or Down syndrome. But that's what I think because the whole thing was like that he spoke like that, you know, it like was slow. Ma, 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 da, ba, da, ba. Like, yep, that was Kelly. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Fuck it out. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so I think because I'm looking up like the 10, um, I was looking up the, like the 10 best moments in uh, The Wedding Singer and they're all um, 80s re- um, relevant. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it really was a film that, that kind of coasted on that idea of, you know, tacky kind of 80s stuff. Uh, but they uh, did have a rapping grandma. Yeah. Which is, I feel like this was the original rapping grandma. I think Rapping Grandma was more late 90s than anything. Because <laughs> I think that old lady popped up in a heap of rapping roles. Yeah, yeah. I think so. But I feel like, cause I, but when I was going over it, I'm she like... part of D12. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually one of the, um, one of the better reality, uh, romantic comedies, though. Because it's, like, it's hard to tear it apart because it actually is really fucking sweet. Like it's when he, It's great. really, really beautiful and sweet. Mm. Like when he sings the song, um, You and Me together you know yeah. and then he does the well it's all bullshit uh, that's Adam Sandler though because he's so fucking charming did he, he sing that song at the end of his like special recently he I sang a song for his wife that was like oh he thing. sang uh the special that was on uh, Netflix he did a Chris uh, Farley yeah. song mm. did you watch that yeah I really liked it like I was gonna go I was going into that special going oh, I was gonna be terrible but it made me feel nice. It was a nice, sweet, fucking, you know, very, I don't know. It, it was, was shot well, directed well. Yeah. Great gags. I thought it was really sweet. good. Yeah. Because that's why when people shit on it, um, it's very kind of like, you know, kind of, um, what's it called when you put your, t- your nose? Snooty. Yeah, it was Boy, like that. Toy. Like people, yeah, yeah like, oh, Adam Sandler, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's actually really good. Like I loved it. I laughed out loud. And he's he's so fucking charming. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, but there you go. Um, but then they did some pretty bad ones because then what was the one? Um, oh fuck! There was one that he did because it was Fifty First Dates, and then they did the one in Africa. Oh, uh, blended. Blended. Yeah. Blended. Never watched that one. <laughs> Don't know what blended. that is actually. Blended. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me just blend. It's an Adam Sandler comedy set in Africa, so. I don't know. I don't know what kind of role Rob Schneider's playing in that one, but I don't think it's going to be good. Mate, it's going to be. The poster for Blended is just Drew Barrymore pointing her finger at him like, you've done it again. Naughty boy. Naughty boy. And he's got a woo, 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 woo face on him. Terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. the most precise Adam Sandler impression I've yeah. seen. <laughs> um, after a terrible blind date, a man and a woman find themselves stranded at a family resort. Mm. At the resort, however, their fondness for each other mushrooms. Well, that's is that it? Is that just the film? I don't. Uh, there's definitely some racist stuff going. Someone on. downloaded the script of forgetting Sarah Marshall and <laughs> yeah. changed the name. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Yeah. What the fuck? But I liked forgetting Sarah Marshall. That wasn't bad. I think everybody likes just. I think like romantic comedy is a fun genre of movie to just have on if you don't want to have too much going on in your head. Sometimes it's just nice to lie down and sort of yes. stare at something. I like to watch them because there's something about them where they're just – I don't have to feel anything. Mm. Yeah. Because if I watch a thriller, I'm like, uh, like I'm too tense. I can't, you know, yeah. I, yeah. I can't relax. Rom-coms uh, are great to just watch 
attractive people be charming with each yeah. other. Yeah, but it's just, I don't know, but I get really mad at them. That's why I like talking about them because they, they infuriate me. Because, okay, so this one here, so blended, this is funny. So they go on a blind date at Hooters and Shaquille O'Neal is in it. Mate, this film is, <laughs> this film's good. <laughs> Completely take it all back. What? I want to check this out. I take it back. Fucking hell. And Terry Q, Shaquille O'Neal and Joel McHale. Oh, who cares? Um, but uh, um, I'm just trying to see what else happens besides. This is some great wedding singer. Oh, chat. there's, yeah. <laughs> well, because the wedding singer is great, but um, I'm just trying to think. But the, the wedding singer is great, but it's just, it's just, it's too nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't yeah. tear it apart too much. I think my guilty pleasure rom-com is, fuck, I can't even remember the name of it. Fever Pitch? The one with Drew Barrymore and Jimmy Fallon? He's fever like the, pitch. Fever pitch. He's the uh, the ba- he's a big fan of the Boston Red Sox. Oh yeah. It's like and he meets a lady during the 2004 okay. season. Sixty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I think we're onto something. This is good. When Ben Reitman, a young teacher, begins dating pretty businesswoman Lindsay Meeks, the two don't seem to have a lot of the same interests, but they fall in love regardless. Wow, wow. Their romance goes well until baseball season begins, and Lindsay soon realizes that Ben is completely obsessed with the Boston Red Sox. Though she tries to understand Ben's passionate team loyalty. Eventually, it threatens to end their otherwise happy relationship. It's it's uh, again, it's not great. Fifty million dollars at the box office, though. Fuck it out. What kind of trash are we paying for? Against <laughs> against a budget of what, though? <laughs> that is, I do like that when you're like fifty million. That's pretty good. One hundred and fifty million is the budget. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. There's some of these fucking budgets, though. I'm like, you fucking asshole cunts. Like. You know what I mean? You see the money that's been thrown at something and they're like, we can't have comedy on TV in Australia because it's just too expensive. I'm like, you fucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, uh, oh, do you know what the budget was for this film? All right, can I take a guess? Yeah. I'm going to guess $30 million. $30 million. Fuck yes. You were right up. <laughs> $30 million. Rain Man strikes again. <laughs> $30 million. To make a film about two people falling in love. Well, I yeah, but you got to pay Drew Barrymore and Jimmy Fallon. And what? catering. Catering. You have to film what? at Fenway Park. Yeah, you got a lot of there's, stuff. To I'm pay looking. For. There's no one else that's famous in this film. There's no other like. There's no Shaquille O'Neal in this film. They're still getting award rates. It would be crazy wages. if Shaquille O'Neal showed up in a baseball movie. <laughs> I'm at the wrong arena. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, man. Um, I No, this $30 million? Are you kidding me? I know uh, the craziest bit about that movie is they were going to end with, because Boston Red Sox hadn't won a baseball World Series in over, what, 120 mm. years or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. And like, they were going to end with him being disappointed and throwing away a chance to see his team lose again to, to end up with Drew Barrymore. Classic rom-com. But then, as they were filming it, the Boston Red Sox broke their curse and won after 120 years. So they had to fly Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore over and got them onto the field after (laughs) the World Series had finished (laughs) and had a small camera and they were just their characters on the field. It's just a crazy, nice little movie. (laughs) Check it out. Match Point or Fever Pitch. I can't remember the name of it. (laughs) Match Point, I think, is the Scarlett Johansson one. Oh, yeah. Woody Allen. Don't watch that one. Um, What do you think the budget for um, uh, Wedding Singer is? This is all I want in the podcast. Me guessing budgets (laughs) of movies. Okay, so so there's no big budget. There's nothing big in this film. So Wedding Singer, Mm. basically the only locations are 
a grandma's uh, house, grandma's house, a street, a normal house. Yeah. Um. Then there's um the wet the reception place, which was old and tacky anyway. So maybe they they didn't even would have they didn't even need to make it. And it it could have just been a regular one in the burbs. Okay. And you've already told us this is a low budget movie. This is Drew Barrymore before Charlie's Angels. Uh, Ooh, she's like was on it? A, she's on an uptick. She's like on an uptick from. She kind of dropped e. off after. Yeah, she kind of dropped off after being a child star. She's on the way up. Adam Sandler still on SNL. I'm gonna guess sixteen or seventeen million. Right, twenty-one. Ooh, twenty-one million, but one twenty-three at the box office. Oh, that's well, fucking that's nuts. Great. But there's no one else famous in this film. Like the only other person that's famous in this film is um, the chick who played Marsha in the Brady Bunch remake. That was it. And uh, oh, you don't consider Actually, John Lovitz a box office yeah, name? Yeah, there's John Lovitz and also <laughs> Billy, Billy Idol. Billy Idol. <laughs> I was like, so I remember when I watched it in the cinemas. I must have been like 15, and I was like, oh my god, how did they get Billy Idol? <laughs> You were confusing, like, the times that it was set versus when it was filmed. Just like, he's a big movie star at the time. Yeah, I don't think he's... 1988. Um, How'd they get him? I know. I don't think he's... Um, yeah, I don't think he's doing much. I uh, When I looked up the top... Yeah, the top 10 best jokes of this film, it was all... Uh, it was all 80s. So it was all about the hairstyles and the jewellery and everything else. So... I feel like maybe this film does lack a bit of like Zaza Zoo when it comes to comedy. But I mean, it's the 80s. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and what? And then also, I, I feel like the funniest bit for me in this film was um, when Boy George guy sings that one song the whole time. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. <laughs> as I get, singing it over and over again. And Steve Buscemi being the best yeah. man, the better man. Yeah. And he's a fucking nut- nutcase. Yeah. Love, love Bashimi. That's a up. very famous actor. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, but that was before. But Bashimi still looked over. He still doesn't know. Um, is this uh, your sounds girlfriend's like favourite film? Sounds like someone's sleeping on Peter Dante. <laughs> um, <laughs> or Alan Cover. Also. <laughs> Why do I know these people's names? Steve Bashimi is uncredited in this film, by the way. So he, Rude. Yeah, so, and he's like 14th on the cast list. Um, what's your girlfriend's favourite film? Uh, it, Wedding Singer would be in there. Yeah. I... Every time we're watching something and there's a familiar actor, she asks me, who's that guy from? Oh, God. And it's a crazy game where I have to remember <laughs> who, A, who that actor is, and, and B, is what, is, what are they from that she would have seen? Because <laughs> she, she hasn't seen many movies. I think her favorite movie is uh, Rush Hour, and her second favorite movie is Rush Hour 2. <laughs> Julia, what are you doing? <laughs> She's living her best life with their great movies. Can right, you go, and go to the movies, please, Julia? See, see, see Jojo Rabbit? See something good. Um, wow, that's um, Rush Hour. That's like when I hear, when I hear people go, my favourite film is The Fast and Furious. I'm like, mm, I think I know a lot more about you now that I don't even need to talk to you to find <laughs> yeah. out. My favourite part is doing the voices afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. What was, um, where did you take her on the first date? Um, uh, what was it? I think we went to the movies actually for one of the first dates. We I went to go see uh, Moana. Oh, I watched that recently. Man, good. Yeah, good Seals was like, you got to watch it. And Seals was like, like crying. And I was like, yeah, it's no up. Mm. It's no Wally. I'm, I, I cut you off there, Kelly, but I, Sorry. I know you were about to say that first date choice for a movie. Yes. Bit, bit of a risk. It is. Yeah, but I don't was, think it's good. We had been like You've hooking been up talking. for a couple hey, of months. Excuse me? Hang on. You've been hooking up for a few months and you never took her on a first date? No. What? How does that work? 
Well, when mummy and daddy love each other very much. <laughs> How do you, so you guys were just, but when did you get the let's get to know each other thing? When did uh, that happen? Uh, during Moana. <laughs> no, but like, so after you made out in the toilet hallway, yeah. the next time you saw each other was like, yeah, we went, went for a drink somewhere? No. Just went I'm to each other's to, houses. I'm trying to be very diplomatic here. Yeah. Charlie. So you just went to someone's. You just went to a house? Yeah. Someone's oh, really? house. Well, we know who's. <laughs> no, no, no. And that's fine. Like, there's no judgment here. Like, <laughs> I'll, like outside our house. I was homeless I at the time. <laughs> I don't give a Like, fucking fuck on the first date. He gives a shit. Like, I don't give a fuck. But um, that's that's interesting. So there was the physical stuff came yeah. and then more of the datesy stuff. Because I think we just thought, oh, so we just know each other through a friend of a friend. This is going to be fun for a little while. And yeah. And then we'll, uh, we'll move on. Yeah. And then we didn't. And they didn't. And then it's interesting because the sexual stuff come first and then it sounds like the dating stuff came later. Yeah. Which um, which I think it sounds like, it, well, it definitely worked. But that sounds good though because I feel like you got to test drive the car first before you buy it. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to fuck before you date. <laughs> yeah. You know. I got to take good. this car out for a test drive and really fuck that's it before nice. I buy this car. <laughs> but in that case, there a movie date's fine because you've already. Oh yeah, we knew each other. Knew each other, so you can be quiet for an hour. But if I want to get to know each other, someone, I can't see a movie because I need to talk to them and find out if they're going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Let's find out if they're going to which kind of second location they're going to take me to, <laughs> the good one or the bad one. Yeah, like if we had just made out and left that night and mm. not seen each other for a week, I would have asked her to you know go out for a drink. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some but, real classic first date yeah. situation. Who messaged first the next time? <laughs> it was me friending her on Facebook nice. uh, after about a couple of days. and then A couple of days? Or maybe a week or so. <laughs> okay, Kelly's judging Tim. Now. Yeah, because I thought it was just going to be a one-night thing. We both thought it was going to be oh, one-night thing. Oh, do you sleep thing. together the first night? Okay, there we go. That's Yay! what I was dancing around. <laughs> Good for you, Julia. If she listens, good for you, girl. You go I, get it. You go get it. You good for you too, Tim. Yeah, yeah no, no, I'm up for it. No, no, fuck it. If I know her, she's listening. And it's as fine. soon as she said good for you, she's going, wasn't good for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would have been drinking all night. I can't imagine yeah. it would have been great for anybody. Yep. Um, no, 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 good. I am 100%. And it's, it's not like you just met her willy nilly. And even if, you know, like a blind date, like yeah. you'd already knew her, you've been talking, hanging yeah. out. Socially, you're both tested because yeah. you're with other people. She apparently thought I was cute in one of the shows she'd seen me in. She'd already seen you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You guys are, this is like a, this is the most proper way to ever meet someone and be in a relationship because you meet through mutual friends, you gradually have seen each other, then you start hooking up, then you start dating. This is exactly what everyone ever always wants. Oh, that's great. This is friend perfect. Friend. Yeah, friend of a friend, man. And you can be like, is he a dickhead? No, he's not a dickhead. Oh, I really like him. He's really good. You should go out with him. Oh, yeah. Did you call her? Oh, I'll give a couple of days. She likes you. You should call her. Okay, I'll call her. Like, it's a really good setup. I never, I, before that, I was never really into Tinder or anything. I hate I, it. It's the worst. Hinge or Bumble weren't around oh. back in my day. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. I remember one time I was, was talking to a lady on Tinder and I noticed that she was in the crowd at a gig nah. that I did. Ugh. And then afterwards I went to message her and found that I was blocked <laughs> just after the gig. That's my favorite thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I went on a Tinder date with a guy once um, before me and John were together who had seen me at a gig and didn't tell me until we were on the date. Oh, gross. But he'd seen me at the gig. 
And so then that was like a weird thing. You know, I saw you at the gig, Danielle. Yeah, because then he's yeah, referencing yeah, yeah. jokes and in conversation no, without telling you, know, you. And no. you're like, I'm confused. This is a fuckhead. Yeah. Uh, fuck. I will tell you, uh, before we wrap up, I'm going to just end it with this one story quickly uh, because um, uh, so last episode I was talking about a, uh, and the episode before that. So I've been talking to this teacher on Hinge for ages and he's been away mm-hmm. uh, for the, you know, the new year period. So it was like, you know, when you get, when he gets back, we'll go on a date. So he got back on like the 20th. Um, uh, so Can I ask, was this the guy who was flaking out on dates or is this a separate person? Separate person. Separate person, right. Um, so he uh, was coming back on the Sunday and then, you know, we were talking, you know, for three weeks on Hinge, you know? And I was like, it was good. He was a teacher who was into game stuff, like whatever, all good. And then uh, we went, uh, he said, so I'm back Sunday, so Monday night, let's get a drink. Uh, I'm like, cool. And I chose the place. So um, I gave him shit because he said, can you choose the place? I'm too, uh, this is what I said on the last podcast. Can you choose the place? I'm too lazy to choose a place. And I'm like, Dude, that's not how you do it. You got to put in a little effort. And I was like, fine. And I chose the place, time. And he said, how about this time? Cool. And he's like, great. Um, I can catch a train there, easy. Like it was set up. So on the day, uh, gets to so Sundays everything's fine. Gets to Monday, um, like two o'clock on Monday. I'm like, all right. Like in my head, going, all right. I gotta wash my hair. Gotta do this. Didn't like there, I didn't kind of organize a spot that night because I had a date. I was like, blah blah blah. So I go in my hinge to message him and go. So you good? For tonight, deleted. Oh no! Deleted. That's not the way you do it. You just say, "I, I, c- I don't. I actually don't want to do this." De- can you believe this shit? I am Fuck. so. I was so fucking mad. Like the day before, for three weeks we were talking, and I don't think that. Like, there, I don't think there was another woman situation. I think he was just not into it. Yeah. Because, like, you know how mm. someone messages you really quickly back, and then he was. His messages back were getting slower, which I'm like, that's okay. We're kind of drawing this out. We just really need to meet and see if it's if it's fuckery or not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just deleted his deleted me from his thing, so that I couldn't contact him. So I had no way of knowing that he was still going to turn up. If it was an accident, blah blah blah. But I just assumed. I went into the help part of Hinge to just make sure, <laughs> and it said if someone disappears for your thing, they've unmatched you. We're sorry. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And then I got home because Seals was like, I'm supposed to have a date. And I come home and Seals is like, what are you doing home? Was it date? And I was like, I got upset because I was just like, yeah. not because I was like, like, because he was the one. Yeah. I didn't even know him. But yeah. just the disrespect yeah. Yeah. of a someone who I don't know can still hurt my feelings. Yeah. I don't even know you and you can hurt my feelings. Disgraziato. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fangulo butana. Disgraziato. Uh, what a fucking asshole. Just message and go, yeah. hey, I'm busy or, hey, I've kind of met – I've had that before where someone's gone, hey, I met someone, going to see how it goes, if that's cool. Yeah. Like the rudeness. Oh, it's so rude. So I found his email address. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so listeners, join that Worst First Dates after I, dark I did. <laughs> I put it up in Worst First Dates oh. because I <laughs> – Whoa. No, no, because I – yeah, I put it up. I went, guys, because this is what you do. You go in there. Because it's no one that it's no it's no family and friends. This is no fucking judgingness. I put up and go, guys. This is what happened. I've got his because I uh, I knew he was a teacher and he told me the school that he worked at. Like I came up in conversation okay. all the time. So I was like, fuck it. So I found I googled the school and there he is in the staff list. His email address. Mm. 
So I'm like, I have his work email. What should I do? And everyone was like, do not do anything. Leave it alone. Don't be a psychopath. But I just... The listeners yes. to the podcast, yeah. Ellen Kelly. Yeah. I think that's the first time like a reverse dox has happened. Yes. Everyone was a like, A Facebook don't. group told you not to picture yeah, this they guy. Know. But I just wanted him to like go... Like I just wanted to email him going, hey... I've lost you on hinge. Must have been a mistake. So, so see you tonight. <laughs> I, I just wanted to play that card. Yeah. But I couldn't. Yeah. Because everyone's like, you can't. It's psychotic. Like it's crazy. Yeah, that's a crazy chick move. And I'm like, it's not a crazy chick. It's a fuck you. You should fucking you know yeah. move. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> no, just be a fucking. I want him. I want him to squirm and feel uncomfortable. Listeners can't see this, but Kelly's carved the email address into her thigh. <laughs> I don't know if that's got anything to do with this being a crazy chick thing. I emailed him in blood. Um, I know, but but the, but the fuckery of that is just crazy. Like, because when people are like, "You should go on dates," I'm like, "I literally can't," because they're just <laughs> disappearing. So it's really rude. Yeah. So if you're any of, if you're someone who does that, it's fucking rude. But that's the most rude. The second most rude thing was uh, a few months ago, a guy. Um, uh, so it was the guy that was in the relationship that said, I'm in a relationship. And then a few months later, he's like, hey, didn't work out. Want to still get a drink? I'm like, cool. So it was like Saturday uh, this time. Okay, 8.30, Saturday night. He was like, uh, I'll tell you the place. He told me the place. We're like, cool. Um, and then I said, actually, it's going to be hard for me to get St Kilda. Can we do this place instead? And I didn't hear anything back. Didn't hear anything back. It's supposed to be at 8.30. At 8 o'clock, I'm still at home because I don't know if yeah. I should go or not. Mm. But I had my face and makeup on. I was ready to leave. And then, um, so 8.30 was supposed to meet. At like 9 o'clock, he messages me going, yeah, I can't meet up, sorry. (laughs) The nerve. And I had my makeup done because I was like ready to go out. But I was like, oh, we just didn't confirm the location. And then he just totally disappeared. Like just didn't. And then eventually. I think it's rude. I think it's like fine not to want to go date. Fine. Somebody, that's fine. fine. Just but say like, it. Let people know so they can organize other stuff to do that yes. or whatever. Yes, I can. I'll do something else. Like don't. Yeah. Like there's something about the internet where people are like are disconnected because they're like, oh well, I don't know this person in real life. It's just the internet. It's like we don't even exist. It's like, I'm a ghost. You know, I'm a ghost in the interweb. So anything I do, they don't feel it. There's no repercussions. But we do exist and we do there. So just don't. I don't know. But I know that I, I know that women do it too. But I just. It's better for me to hate on men because yeah. women don't do this to me. My <laughs> friends message me back, you know. <laughs> I get they fucking get back to me. Not these fucking asshole fuckheads. Anyway, so you guys, congratulations, you're out of this. Please don't ever be single, so you don't have to live through it. Uh, <laughs> it is hold on to the happiness that you got. It is the worst. Just strangers disappointing you and making you feel shit. Yep. Well, <laughs> baby, I hope you're listening to this episode. That's what you've got. Dump me. <laughs> I'm hey, in there, baby. My, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Um, uh, uh, I've got to wrap up. Uh, thank you so much. Um, Tim, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me online, Instagram, Twitter, at Mr. Timothy Clark. Yeah. Uh, Timothy I've, Clark, not the other Tim Clark. No, Mr. Timothy Clark. Very formal. Yeah. Uh, I've got a podcast as well. I just yep. uh, started one. It's yep. called Best Original Podcast. Yes. Uh, What's it about? It's, it's about the Oscars. Oh! <gasps> Because you, you heard me talking about movies. I love the Oscars. Oh, my God. I love that. It's the best. Yeah, me and a good friend of mine, Ben Vanell from the Filthy Casuals yes, podcast. We're great. looking at every Oscar-nominated film. You, oh, my God. I am obsessed with this. This is the best. Oh, cool. We just oh. dropped last week. 
check it out. We're talking about 2007 first, and then, hey, we'll go on to different years. So, best film or best director or... The, the five nominated films of a certain year. So, we started with 2007. Right, which is? Uh, There'll Be Blood, Juno, oh, Michael gr- Clayton, Atonement, great. and No Country for Old Men. Oh, great. I will eventually get to the point where I can rattle them all off. So, do you do <laughs> one film per episode? Yeah. Oh, so you do those five for the first five episodes yep. and then the next. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, oh, man, I'm, I have such a massively dumb obsession with the Oscar stuff. Oh, they're Which so is why good. I talk about movies now on this show because that was the one thing that was missing for me with dating stuff is that I love talking about films. Yeah. Because even like even before I quoted a movie in the kitchen and no one ever gets me when I quote stuff. Because so before you guys got here, Ryan seals his boy. He dropped a glass on the floor, and he was because he's doing dishes. And he dropped yeah. so that, that's why there was vacuuming and stuff because there was glass on the floor. And um, I was like, "Oh, you don't have to do dishes." He goes, "Is that because I broke one? You don't want me to break anymore?" And then I said, "Dishes are done, man," which is from Susan Kane. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell mum the babysitter's dead. Right. Which anyway, and he got it. He was like, "I know that film." Anyway. Normally, I'm a fucking weirdo standing on my own because I'm like, dishes, that's what they do. They break dishes in that film so they don't have to wash them. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I've had a, I've had two Ritalin today and it's not working. Danielle, where can people find you? Um, I have a podcast as well. Oh, yes. Like every comedian. Yeah. Um, it's called Batch Bitch Podcast. I do it with Naomi Higgins and we just bitch about reality TV. Hey, so I'm going to try really hard to get someone from The Bachelor on this show. So you should come Ooh. back for that. That is, we... We can. We are so lazy. People message us <laughs> from The Bachelor and say, "I'd love to come on the podcast." Oh, really? And we're like, "Oh, oh man, we're busy." Yeah. Hey, come I record. Love it. Come record in St Kilda at eight thirty. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like, I don't watch The Bachelor, Bachelor, but I'm so curious to talk about someone who went through the oh, bullshit yeah. of it all. Yeah. Like, dream guest. I want Sophie Monk on this so bad because yeah. I think she's just adorable. But. Like, I want to know what happened. Anyway, yeah. but we'll get there. But you should, if you want to, if you're not busy, you should totally come back. We should totally just rip yeah, them apart. That'd be fun. Um, also, uh, my Instagram is at Dan's Cool OK. <laughs> oh, Danielle's Cool OK. I don't know. Yeah. And then I think my, I don't know, there's Twitter too, but you just, I put put my name in. I can't remember what my handle is. No festival shows. No, no, not for me. I'm going to do last year's show at Gold Coast Comedy oh, nice. Festival. Excellent. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, we're, people in Australia, this is the problem. We write these shows and then yeah. after a year they have to be retired. I'm like, no, you should get a good two, two and a half, maybe even three years out of one hour of material because yeah. it takes forever to fucking make that hour good. Mm. And then yeah. you should film it after, at the end of three hours because that's – and then it's retired. Yeah. So I'm glad people do one hour shows every year and maybe some of them shouldn't, so that's good. I, I'm every second <laughs> Me year. Me and Tim Clark. Yeah, <laughs> we should. No, no. I'm every second year because yeah. I'm not – I can't do I can't do an hour of material every year. I don't tour enough to test it. Yeah. So it's not gonna be good material. Uh, anyway, all right, thanks for joining us. Thank you everybody. Um Thank you. Uh, don't let anyone tag you to the second location. Bye. Unless it's for a fuck. Bye. 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 Bye.